0: What your country can do for you. There's a time, I tell you, I the of The past. the little oh, you little mouse, so won't you go away? One ringy dingy.
1: Hand off to Griffin, traction the middle, gets the five. Touchdown, Ohio State. Oh, Oklahoma, no, 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 where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. I'm interested to know, Gracie, who's your choice? Need you ask, George? Time now for Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Here, with all his skips,
0: scratches, and pops, is my dad, Frank Vaccarello.
1: Thanks, sweetie, and thank you for tuning into episode 12 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. I really wish I had kept up with those piano lessons from my grandmother when I was young. Uh, It's still an instrument that eludes me, so I used to pull this album out when I wanted to hear some fancy fingering. So let's get ready for Fast and Furious Tickling of the Ivory in Volume 12, Fingers at the Barroom Piano. The first of many of the tunes on this episode that were written by Lou Bush, Joe Carr's real name. Okay, why this album? First, the cover artwork on this album always drew me to it. Colorful, expressive, you can almost see the motion of Joe Carr's fingers on the keys. But for the life of me, I could not find information on who illustrated it. So I need to describe it for the folks just listening. Um, Great Big, colorful, yellow background. There's a piano that's kind of broken in half because Joe Carr is playing it so furiously. In fact, he's not even on his stool. The stool is kind of tipping over. Uh, meanwhile, there is a beautiful redhead in a plunging red high-cut dress and fishnet stockings and red high heel shoes, smoking a cigarette and leaning against the piano that is being played by... car in his vest and bowler hat. So, what a great album cover that is. And the music? It's incredible. Anybody's hands could move this quickly and still play all the notes. This is an album both my father and I would pull out from time to time, depending on the mood that we were in. On now to a self-titled tune of Cars. (music) Cars. Written by Lou Bush. Time to introduce you to the album. Joe Fingers Car, Barroom Piano. It's on the Capitol Records label, number T280. It's a vinyl LP format and it is mono. Was released in 1958. It's under the jazz genre and its style is ragtime. Going to uh, read some liner notes for you. Into the cool night air over the swinging door drifts the compelling magnetic beat of barroom piano, a steady but unpredictable beat mingled with the roar of turbulent laughter and the tinkle of silver dollars. Inside the palace saloon rocks the rapt musician before the ornate upright, a billowy blonde puffs profusely at a cigarette while draping her curves languidly over the instrument, drinking in the rhythm as intoxicating as the liquid in her glass. Some call it honky-tonk, others say it is ragtime. Called by any name, it is great, stimulating music. Here, Capitol presents this fascinating piano style, authentically and brilliantly played by Joe Fingers Carr. Fingers Carr has gained a nationwide reputation as today's outstanding authority on the keyboard technique of that era. It's good listening, good fun. Let's talk about the value of this album. Discogs has it listed, actually a lot more valuable than I would have thought. The lowest came in at $12.98, the highest at $17.40, and the median price at $15.19. Found a copy on eBay for $12 and a copy on Amazon for $7.75. My dad's copy... The media, the record itself, is in fair condition. However, the sleeve is in poor condition. It is split along the top. Um, and there are plenty of markings along some of the edges. And, of course, he has got his label on the front and the posted uh, stamp on the back. So we're going to value my dad's album at $2. Maybe I could get that. All right. Let's head off down yonder! written by l wolf gilbert time now to introduce you to this episode's artist joe fingers Carr, whose real name is louis ferdinand bush he was born july 18 1910 in louisville kentucky he died september 19 1979 in camarillo california Although Lou Bush is best known for his honky-tonk piano recordings under his stage name, Joe Finger's Car, his contributions to space-age pop go well beyond that. He got his start early, leading his own band by the age of 12 and leaving home at 16 to work as a professional musician. He played, he played with a number of sweet big bands, Clyde McCoy, Henry Bousset, and George Olson, then took a short break to study at the Cincinnati Conservatory. After that, he went back to the Sweet Bands, this time joining one of the most successful of them, Hal Kemp's. Bush stayed with Kemp for most of the 1930s and married the first of his several wives, the band's singer, Janet Blair. After the band's lead arranger, John Scott Trotter, departed in early 1936, Bush and fellow band member Hal Mooney split most of the arranging duties. When Kemp died in a car crash in 1940, they moved to Los Angeles and started working as studio musicians. But World War II came along and pulled Bush into the Army for a three-year stint. When he returned to L.A. in 1945, he hooked up with Johnny Mercer's fledgling Capitol Records label and ended up working as an A&R executive. He continued to do occasional session work as a pianist, though, and provided the key ingredient in the 1949 Joe Stafford Paul Weston hit, Ragtime Cowboy Joe. In 1950, he sold the label on the idea of recording his ragtime playing, and he made up the name Joe Fingers Car during his initial studio session. His first single, featuring his original tune, Ivory Rag, became an international hit. Although Capitol played up the nostalgic caricature of Carr, the honky-tonk pianist, wearing derby hat, bow-tie, vest, and suspenders, Bush tried to not let his recordings slip into mere novelty. Carr's success spurred a revival of ragtime in the form of camped-up honky-tonk. Now, we're going to hear a couple more ragtime tunes. (laughs) ¶¶ Thank you Rap was Rapscallion Rag, and before that, we heard Waltz in Ragtime, both of them written by Lou Bush. Now, here is this episode's interesting side note. I wanted to quickly call your attention to a term I used earlier in the episode, space age pop. Had to look that one up. Space age pop is a subgenre of pop and easy listening music associated with Mexican and American composers and songwriters in the space age of the 1950s and 1960s. It is also called bachelor pad music or lounge music. Space age pop was inspired by the spirit of those times and optimism based on the strong post-war economy and technology boom and excitement about humanity's early forays into space. Although there is no exact album, date, or year when the genre was born, producer Erwin Chusid identifies its heyday as roughly 1954 to 1963, from the dawn of high fidelity to arrival of the Beatles. Okay, now for no reason, let's hear a couple of tunes with food in their titles. (laughs) ¶¶ final. Too Much Mustard. And as long as you're talking about a ballpark frank and stadium mustard, no such thing. That one was written by Cecil Macklin. And before that, we heard Angel Food Rag, written by Al Martian. This was certainly a fun album to listen to. Could you imagine being the clubs, speakeasies, saloons, whatever, where this music was played? Always enjoy talent at the piano and it would have been a great atmosphere when you're hearing the chips clink and the glasses clink as well. And I will always remember first discovering that fun, colorful, active album cover. Now, we're going to close this show with a tune we played a couple of weeks ago, when we featured Louis Armstrong. one of my favorite melodies, When You're Smiling, written by Larry Shea, Mark Fisher, and Joe Goodwin. That version is just a little faster than Satchmo's. (laughs) Thank you very much for tuning into Volume 12, Fingers at the Barroom Piano, however you did. If you want more information about this podcast, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops with Volume 13, Hello, Ella Love. Go with the flow, my friends.